and welcome to another episode of the Lux Stops Here podcast. I am your host, Scott Bowser. We are brought to you by the good people at mybookie.ag. That's right, mybookie.ag. Go ahead and get your deposit in and use promo code LSH for 50% bonus on your deposit up to $1,000. That's right, 50% bonus on your deposit up to $1,000. Uh, and you know, while you're here, please give us a subscribe, a little rating, a review and uh, share us with your friends, you know, a little five-star rating and review go a long way. I appreciate everybody doing that so far. We're almost to 50. I want to break a hundred in the next couple of months. So everybody smash that five-star button over on uh, iTunes or wherever you watch it. Uh, this is a fun episode we got coming up here. Uh, my buddy Scott Lures, um, we go a deep dive into, a. Uh, cockfighting uh organization in india where uh, one of the roosters killed a guy with his uh you'll hear about it um so thank you so much make sure you go to mybookie.ag and uh use promo code lsh for a 50 percent bonus on your deposit up to thousand now here's scott lures and i am here with the man one of my oldest buddies in the la comedy scene scott lures scott how are you doing today bud I'm great, man. How are you? I'm I'm pretty good, man. Like uh, things are going good. Uh, you know, I actually actually I got had a little bad news before, uh, but it's not that bad That's news. It. No, uh, I probably shouldn't say anything, but it's for mm-hmm. a shoot for a film that they want me for. It's a documentary, and uh, I they wanted me to come out to LA to shoot it in two weeks, but there's no way I can on that short of a notice. So oh, yeah. it was like, and I'm already taking vacation days that week for March Madness. So it was, yeah. it was kind of like one of those, like, oh man, like almost any other. And it was on a Tuesday, where it's like if it was on a Monday, I could yeah. work that a lot easier around the weekend. Like done and then driven back for work the next day. Yeah, whatever. like leave work for Monday yeah. afternoon, <clears throat> come back. Yeah, like it's a whole that's a whole hassle. What I, What was the documentary for? If you're allowed to say, I think I can for American Gladiators. Oh, what? So what's your involvement with American Gladiator? I was just a huge fan of my friends directing the doc. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're a known Gladiator super fan. I'm just a known so, Gladiator super yeah. fan with a podcast. And apparently that's, <laughs> if your friend's directing the doc about it, it's enough to get you in. But he said we're going to reschedule, so. but So what, what, do you know what his angle is on, on Gladiators? Not... Just, uh, is this like uh, just a throwback kind of like how great it was? Or is there something I think so. going I think, on? I or... think he's getting a lot of the Gladiators that were involved. Oh, cool. That are still alive. I'm imagining, like, dude, mm-hmm. Gladiator shelf life is a lot like a pro wrestler's where those steroids knock you down pretty yeah. early. Yeah. I mean, I remember, you, this, this is on for the old Gladiators, right? Because isn't there some kind of new one? Yeah, they did a remake with Hulk Hogan, dude, in like 2009, <laughs> 2010, I want to say. Like a day before he said the N word? Yeah, yeah, probably. pretty much. Yeah. Dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, it sucked because they tried to make it more like American Idol. Okay. Yeah, it that's was, not good. Yeah, it was already yeah. cool with like the format of yeah. the tournament and these guys going at it week in, week out. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, the original one was yeah, nothing like a like American. You didn't get to know them at all, as far as I recall. They just kind of threw them out in the pit, right? Well, yeah, because like the okay, the gladiators are all like former NFL guys that are like mm-hmm. super roided up, and yeah. they, maybe they had some NFL <laughs> experience or something, or like maybe mm-hmm. they maybe they had some pro wrestling experience or something like that, but. And then, yeah. then the contenders, the guys that would compete against the gladiators, essentially. Oh, uh, yeah. Those guys were just basically like a dude that was in the military for a few years. Or, 
or like a personal trainer at 24 hour fitness. And it's like, uh, yeah, these yeah. guys are absolutely in better shape than people like us. Just some mercenaries. Yeah. But going head to head against like former football play, like college football players and stuff like Wait, you're they, they, get they just had up. to get from like point. They had to get from point A to point B, but get past the the contenders, right? Oh yeah, I mean they had a bunch through like mazes, shit like dude, that. Dude, they had all kinds of games. Like, dude, yeah. they had the one where they had to get in a big hamster ball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then when people were like shooting, basically nerf shit at them. Oh, but, dude, like, no, they had the tennis. It was ball like behind cannon. like a turret gun or something. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, they shoot with the this. tennis ball yeah. gun. There was the one, yeah, mm-hmm. like it was like power powerball, I think they called it, where it's like a mm-hmm. basket set up in the middle. And then you have balls on yeah. both ends of it, and you have to try and put the thing in the balls. And then there was uh, a yeah. breakthrough and conquer was one of my favorites, where you mm-hmm. basically just had to do a fifteen yard run against a former linebacker. It was basically yeah, a fifteen yeah. yard football play. And then the conquer part was just you had to get in a wrestling ring and knock him out of the ring. Okay, so how many unreported injuries do you think were going on on the sets back then? Well, dude, but no. they didn't give a fuck hey, about like, shit like that. Uh, one of the fucking weird, like, free <clears throat> streaming services I have, uh, I think it's Fubo. Yeah. One of them, they have a 24-hour Gladiator channel on there. <laughs> I always wondered about Fubo, what that was. I always just skip past that. I'm like, all right. Dude, I, I think it's But you're telling me they got a Gladiator channel. <laughs> it's, it's either Fubo or, like, Sliver or some shit. But, yeah, there's a 24-hour yeah. Gladiator channel. And I forgot how many of these mm-hmm. dudes would just like obviously tear their ACL like two contests. <laughs> like, oh yeah, dude. yeah. The, the best were the guys that were like, that were like the guy would like tear his ACL, and then they would always have a replacement come in. Sometimes mm-hmm. those replacements would go in on a run because it's their first weekend mm-hmm. in the semifinals, and they only have to yeah. win two rounds instead of having gone through this entire tournament. Yeah, you know there there was like whatever that um that show like Wipeout or whatever there was like a death or whatever in the last season <laughs> really? that they were filming. I mean, Wipeout yeah, yeah, XL? yeah, yeah. So there was, someone died, and apparently like there was this article where it's like notorious where there's like tons and tons of accidents on there, and they were like underreporting it, kind of like all the production companies are doing with COVID right now, where it's like every tons of people are getting sick, but they just don't really report it. Yeah, it's um, no, see, no, so no. they can stay open. Yeah. yeah, but when I think of like a show like American Gladiators. Or even like, what was the Nickelodeon one where the kids fucking competing? Like, I bet so many kids were getting fucked up. And that, yeah, yeah, you know, there was like a bunch of injuries, and they were just like, yeah, here's your fifty bucks or whatever, just go away. Yeah, yeah. kids were definitely <laughs> mangling their fucking Achilles tendons yeah. on the aggro crag. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, that that is some brutal, brutal shit, man. Like, mm-hmm. I, dude, I wish like. Now with the modern day like gambling culture, you know, where gambling's yeah. so accessible to everybody, gladiators uh-huh. could be incredible betting on it each week. Oh yeah, dude. I didn't even think about that. If that was like, yeah, if you could bet online on stuff like that. Yeah, like yeah. Like I'm sure I'm sure like dude someone would get mm-hmm. start taking action on it. Like and then the second Do one. You think back in the day, like at the little fucking like corner stores in Jersey where they were running numbers, you think they were taking bets on stuff like back then? Just low key. Uh, I think they're mostly doing sports stuff, because like okay, yeah. the old school like like brick and mortar type bookies, basically, mm-hmm. they all were somehow connected to the outfit, and mm-hmm. when connected to the outfit, it doesn't mean like these guys were also mob murderers yeah. or whatever themselves, <clears throat> but the mob controlled the fucking the the uh, the wire line, and it was okay. basically the Western Union fucking telegraph that they controlled, and that's who how all the point spreads went out. So because before way back in yeah. the day, you couldn't just go online and find out what the, the number was on a game. 
you either had to call mm-hmm. someone, but they didn't want to use phones, so they used the whole telegraph system. So, like, the Western Wire, the Chicago outfit controlled that from, like, Vegas to New York. That is insane. Yeah. That's crazy. So, if you were going to, like, an old-school bookie, like, yeah, that guy himself probably didn't have the wire service going mm-hmm. to his place, but he yeah, got his yeah. line from that wire service. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, I heard. I remember. I listened to the one you and Tess were talking about that you can gamble on like the politics and stuff now. Yeah, predict. So I guess org. like, yeah. Okay, so does that open up to like TV shows and stuff too? Like, is someone going to get killed off on an episode or like? Oh yeah. How no, far does it go out? A lot of a lot of uh like offshore books and like local bookies. Some mm-hmm. of them will have entertainment options for like, dude. Like uh, I remember when Game of Thrones was ending, that was a big okay. one that you can gamble on. Where it's yeah. like, who's going to wear the Iron Throne? have the crown at the end of the, the yeah. show kind of thing now can a user can, can a can a user set set like a gamble? can you come up with a topic and then have people start gambling on it or do you have to be the house to do that i mean you usually got to be the house to do that but i, I mean i yeah. guess in some situations you probably could yeah like, i'd be into that like uh i, I mean that's a great idea for a, a book because mm-hmm. like people make up their things but the problem is, is like yeah. figuring out the proper because like the idea of a book yeah. is to create a line that entices equal action on both sides. Yeah, because you you it's a let you have to you pay at a eleven to t- it's a, the the player plays at eleven to ten, the house pays out at even money. So that little ten percent there, if I have five hundred dollars, if a game's being played tonight and I have five hundred dollars, I'm a bookie, and I have five dollars hundred coming in on each side, that's a fifty dollar profit for me, no matter who wins or loses. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. So they don't want people just making up bets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They don't want me coming the in there high, like coming up with something. If it, they've got to sharpen up, like, <clears throat> if they got, like, Jimmy the Greek over there set in the line, uh-huh. they might be willing to take stuff like that. Because let's say you, what, <laughs> what you're pitching them, they know uh-huh. is a 75 to 1 bet, right? Yeah. And they tell you, yeah, sure, we'll take it and we'll give it to you at 30 to 1. Because the way they mm-hmm. look at it, if, if they're paying out a seventy-five to one bet at thirty to one, they're going to win long term yeah. on those kind of act on those kind of plays. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's, a huge, uh, that, that's, that's an over one hundred percent house house percentage kind of thing. Like, so the mechanics of that are like I'm slowly learning that kind of stuff, but it, it's a so it's as confusing to me as like the stock market, like options, like the puts and uh, and like that like kind puts of stuff. And holds, or like I yeah. think. Yeah, and I think you can do that in the crypto sphere as well. And like, none of that stuff makes sense to me. Where I'm just like, it terrifies me that I'm going to click a button wrong and go like <laughs> negative like hundred thousand or like that kid that was like negative a million and killed himself. Uh, <clears throat> I I think like on crypto, like mm-hmm. uh, there is some sort of sort of thing where you can like if you how much depending on how much crypto you own, you can mm-hmm. loan it to someone for a while. Yeah. And well, like, that's staking like, it, right? Or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where you're yeah. basically a crypto loan yeah. shark. Yeah, I think I'm doing that with one of the made-up crypto things that I bought. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I don't even know if I actually own it. Di- like, and then the whole term... You're a digital loan shark. The whole term shark. of a wallet. Oh, I'm, dude, because the way, like, I my relationship with gambling, like, when I was younger and, like, I... If, let's say Vegas or whatever, I would mo- go mostly to party. Gambling was, like, in the very back of my mind. You know, like I would walk by drunk and like throw money into the machine and not think about it. But now that I've gotten older and like, you know, life doesn't work out, <laughs> like, you know, you, 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 you don't have any money and shit like that. I always look when I go to like a place like Vegas or if I'm on a boat that has a casino or something like that, I'm always like, all right, I could be, I could come out of this debt free. 
You know, that, that's always what I'm looking yeah, at. Yeah, dude. That's the worst kind of gambler that can exist because you always lose. You know where we got to go when this is all over, man? We got to do a Laughlin uh, trip. Dude, I've never been to Laughlin, but I know it's notorious. And I would like to – that sounds like a real scummy place I'd like to check out. Laughlin's awesome because there's basically like 10, 12 casinos that make mm-hmm. up the Riverwalk, which is just okay. like a bo- – like its version of the Atlantic City boardwalk on the Colorado River, right? And yeah. then there's also a couple hotels on the other side of the street there. Like, I think one or two. So you have uh, you have other options, but you want to stick on the river walk, right? Yeah. And then they have the water taxi where it's like five bucks and they'll ride you up and down the, the river walk. Even though it only takes like 20 minutes to walk the whole thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great. Yeah, no, I look, yeah. Ever since, so I, uh, I do, I'm like an essential worker or whatever. So like I got vaccinated like a month ago. Um, I'm in line so to get it coming up the, soon myself because I'm an essential oh, good, worker, man. but we're, I'm going to get on the next wave when they yeah. roll it out. So Yeah. Well, technically they just opened it to essential workers here, but I was doing like COVID testing with a bunch of other broke comics, uh, while everything was shut down. So we got it like through that. Um, and so ever since I got the second shot, I've just had Vegas on my mind. Like a hundred, like I've been thinking about going every single day. Oh, but, man. I, I, but I haven't because, you know, I'm still like playing by the rules or whatever. And like, you know, like, even though I've gotten vaccinated, I still like wear my mask and don't really go out that much. But I've been dying to go to Vegas every fucking day since that shot went in my arm. <laughs> I think July is when it's going to really open up again, here, like fully mm-hmm. like I. So I'm predicting that, too, because I'm in the bar world, too, as you know, yeah. bar, bartending stuff out here. I think this summer it's going to be like pretty open and yeah. I think it's going to be a free for all. Like, I think the money is going to be insane in the bar world. This time. Yeah, people are just going to be sucking dick right there at the bar. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. I haven't had a cock in my mouth Honestly. in a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, dude, the first the first night I went back to work on our before on the before the second shutdown, like people were fucking strangers were making out in the bar. And I'm like, okay. And like, this is COVID. I mean, this is the height of, and you don't even know what it is. Like, this is like (laughs) the height of COVID fear. And it's everyone just like, yeah, like going nuts. Like people puke all over the place and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. And, but this summer, it's going to be like that times a million. I mean, it's it's going to be fucking. It's going to be Mardi Gras all summer, I think. I think. Like, yeah, and it's going to be me and a bunch of other fucking service workers running around going, you got to still wear your mask. And everyone's going to be like, fuck <laughs> you, like it out of my face. Dude, it's already starting with the vaccine shit. Like, because uh, I was bartending the other night and this woman, she just drunk when we were already closed. She stumbles into like the bar area where, first of all, no um, like customers are allowed. You're not allowed inside, basically, unless you go to the bathroom. And she starts trying to come behind the bar. And I'm like, what, what, what are you doing? Like, and she's like, oh, don't worry. I'm vaccinated. And I'm like, just get the fuck out of here. And I'm like, that was the first time someone had pulled that. And, and you know, the, the vaccines are barely out. There's like 10% of the population. And, she's already and like, I'm like, this is going to get worse and worse with the, with everybody, you know, um, as time goes on. See, I'm but lucky. Yeah, so in my yeah. work as an essential worker, I'm away from the public. Mm. So. I don't have to deal, yeah, God I bless have you. To deal with it, people, but like the work I do is important for people to keep functioning and whatnot. So I'm curious what uh, will happen with that industry, uh, actually, when things open up more. Do you think sales are going to dip? No, nah, I, I think I, I think for us, they'll go up because more people mm-hmm. will be coming here and we'll have more tourists. Oh, uh, OK. I mean, overall, though, do you think people will be smoking less because everyone's been stoned for a year? You know, no, like I even mean, people I've that been don't stoned for, I've been get stoned high for like, like 25 years, dude. So dude like... I mean, same. Well, you and I are like, we're, we're both named Scott. We both have the same issues. And like, you know, 
So we don't really count. We're outliers on the fucking data scale, you know. No, but I, I there's think been it, people that don't ever smoke that are high every day for the last year. Okay, I know? think L.A., <clears throat> it might change a little. But I mm-hmm. think here in Vegas, our sales and, and the cannabis business are going to go way up. Mm-hmm. Just because of tourists. Yeah. Like, so many tourists are going to be coming in from the mid, like Midwest states that don't have mm-hmm. legal pot. And they're going to be fucking yeah. stoked. They're... they're I remember, like, right before all this happened, I met a couple of guys that had just flown in from North Carolina that were so stoked they could finally buy legal weed. Yeah. And it's like that. I mean, yeah. and, that, and you come to Vegas for that now. You know, it's like. Yeah. I could see. No, Vegas. trust me. L.A. is like that, too. Yeah. Downtown L.A. is like that. Like, I work near a MedMen, and it's like people just come into the bar and start opening up their bag. I'm like, yeah, you can't have that shit in here. Yeah. You, you can't be like. You, they're like, what is California? I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you know, it's always people are like, what? They don't understand. You can't just smoke it, like, in a bar. I, th- I think in the next 10 years, we're going to have hash bars on the strip. Dude, I it's coming. There was one that opened in West Hollywood kind of right before COVID. It was like uh, some brand called Lowell, L-O-W-E-L-L. They make like, or make, they grow fucking weed or whatever. But they were opening up like an Amsterdam style thing where you could get like a fucking joint served you by a waitress or whatever. Yeah, and, and some inside. edibles. And they were the... Yeah, and it was like an Amsterdam style thing, and they were the only license I think that was out there for for that. And uh, then COVID hit, so obviously that you can't have that. That's not. And that's who not knows not. if they, who knows if it survived? I don't really go over there, but West Hollywood's not cheap to own a brick and mortar store. No. you know that you expected fucking nonstop cash to come in and out of all day, and now there's nothing for a year. Yeah, that's a rough one. Like I know what was it like la- last year or two years ago? The strip, like, mm-hmm. approved uh cannabis things on like like on-site cannabis fucking shit like hash bars yeah. on the strip but now here's the thing is so the basically like local law passed it but the state law still doesn't allow it and the gaming okay. industry has been fighting it but dude the gaming industry is going to buckle Why? eventually you know they like, think it's going to they think people won't want to go gamble if they're high it, i don't even think it's that anymore i think it's cuz of the state uh-huh. regulations that like shops and uh like all like cannabis has to be like within f- at least 500 feet from uh alcohol sales and stuff so there's oh, that yeah there's that and, kind and of there's stuff. liquor yeah and vegas is like one giant fucking liquor license so they you got know, they got to work out the basically li- you, yeah they got to work yeah, out the they're just liquor gonna have to it. say they're just gonna have to be like you can just do both wherever you want that's pretty pretty much what well it's gonna i mean what... i understand like no smoking areas but like yeah yeah. Here's why I think it is going to work on the strip, though, because a lot of those hotels now, when you walk into them, the first thousand feet's a fucking shopping mall. So if you mm-hmm. put the hash bars at the front of those shopping malls, you're still far enough away from alcohol service. People can walk yeah. by with drinks, but you're far enough away from alcohol service. Or I don't think that's going to really be an issue too much. And then, and then even more, more top of that, now you got people coming in to get high, and once they come in your yeah. door and get high. You set that place up to keep them trapped in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, exactly. And then fucking slots, and it's like they're all weed slots or something like that. Yeah. Like the Doug Benson slot or, or whatever it is. You know, and then people are just fucking pounding, like, putting money right in there. Yeah. I mean, I really want to get into – I've always, like – especially the poorer I've gotten over life, I'm like, I would love to be a – what what is it called when you're like a like a, a credit card company that gives people like super high interest credit predatory lending predatory lending. Yeah, yeah 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 I've always been like the more the older I get I'm like I might get into the predatory lending business that sounds like a pretty good one I but I think it would be awesome for Vegas like if you guys because you have a lot of live concerts there like big concerts and they had a section 
of like the amphitheater where it was like just weed friendly, like people laying on couches, hitting like, you know, uh, volcanoes and shit like that while a band is playing. That would speak to something somebody like me. Yeah, see, I think they can make that work at like House of Blues or something like that. Sorry, I'm looking for this cord right now because I think my battery on this recorder is oh, no worries. Die, and I think I'm going to make this seamless where it's not going to be an issue at all. Bam, I'm running off my laptop power. Ha-ha! Nice. Oh, yeah. I dude. did it. Nice save. Yeah. yeah, man. I was at one bar. And you know what? If it was my car, probably would have fucking just been like, oh, let's see how far I can go with on the low gas, on the, with the gas light on. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, in my mind, coronavirus, like, you know, you remember when the end of Prohibition, that famous picture of that, like, bar, like, it's a bar, it's like a black and white photo, and uh, the bartender's, like, holding up a mug, and there's a ton of people around. It was, like, right when Prohibition ended. Yeah. It, it's, like, an icon- iconic image of that. I think after COVID ends, it's just going to be some fucking shit on the strip. Like, just not, not a mask in sight. It's going to be a million people just drunk as shit, like, smoking. That'll be, like, the next next iconic picture uh, dude, to- the end of this misery. Totally. And you know what I think, too, is, like, I always thought growing up, like, the Roaring Twenties was a direct, um, like, response to Prohibition, basically, and being like, hey, you're not going to let us party? We're going to really fucking party. And there was yeah. definitely some of that going on because they like people just fucking went crazy with it. But I think part I, now looking back, it's like, well, no, these people were coming out of the Spanish flu. Yeah, dude, a hundred percent. Yeah, you can feel it, man. There's an energy here right now because the weather's gotten really nice again. Where it's like people want to go out and get fucked up. Like <laughs> you can like sense it. Everyone I work with, like at my my day job, the COVID thing, like they're all like they're like. Oh, you work at a bar? Like, maybe we'll come down. Like, we'll come down. I'm like, I can't give you any free drinks right now. Like, we haven't made money in a year. But, like, people want to get fucked up. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, like, really on, like, people's minds. I had a few drinks at the casino on Saturday because I had to go down and do my mm. uh, sports book account in person for a local casino. And I started going yeah. a few drinks because it's, like, they have it all set up now where it's, like, they take everybody's temperature as you're walking in, blah, blah, blah. And they do all that. Yeah. The most worthless thing. Yeah. <laughs> But they have, like, basically the video poker bars, they're, like, set out so it's one every other spot, and they have big pla- – oh, so you okay, have your yeah. own plastic booths, basically, in there. Yeah. So I, Well, so Vegas has the ventilation. Yeah. Everything is, like, insanely ventilated already, yep. which is, like, a big part of it. Because, like, talking with, like, paramedics and stuff that I work with, they're, like – the funny thing about outdoor is, like, there's just a shitload of people still right around each other, and there's no air circulating, really – you know, like, but you need like those high intensive like uh, ventilators in places to really get shit open again. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's wild. Though. I mean, and I mean, I like I said, probably this summer, but fuck, who knows? Like, maybe it never. I leaves. think I'll be seeing you out there this summer. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. Uh, Gam- <laughs> uh, week one NFL is going to go off out here this year. I have a feeling on that one. That's not until September. Like, so- can the hotels are they still at like twenty percent capacity or something? Is there a limit on capacity for hotels? I have anyone? no idea, dude, because I don't pay okay, attention yeah. to hotel rooms. But you think it'll pop off? Like people are going to come for for that, and then for March Madness? Uh, I think March Madness is going to get a little spike next uh, next in two weeks here when it happens, and I'm going to be mm-hmm. doing a special March Madness March Madness breakdown uh, Sunday, March 14th. I'm going to do like another one of those roundtable things on the page. I think I might do it on the Patreon. I think I might do it here, maybe on the YouTube. I don't know, but it is my birthday that day too, so it's gonna be fun. The yeah, selection yeah. Sunday birthday. special. Happy pre-birthday! Hey, thanks, buddy. Dude, mm-hmm. I got a hundred dollar gift card for my work today for for buying weed, 
and I, I already get oh, a fat yeah. I get a fat discount too. So like that's like basically two hundred dollars uh, worth of weed for my birthday. <laughs> dude, that's the greatest thing about those kind of jobs, man. Where it's like working in an industry like that, or in like the service industry, where it's just like every once in a while you just come up on a ton of free shit. You yeah. Know? Like all like it happens a lot. There's someone to be like, here, take this like hundred dollar bottle of whiskey. Like you did a good job. You're like, oh thanks. Or what you know, I mean there's shit like that happens a lot. Dude, when I worked as a cook at Hard Rock, uh we had like this really good shaved chicken. There's all kinds of mm-hmm. scraps that were unusable, but they would let me take it home and I would make ta- like chicken oh, tacos yeah. with it. And like, dude, I ate off that for yeah. free. I basically ate for free for a while. <laughs> like Dude, I mean, it's that industry. Those kind of industries are really family. Like, they, like one of the bars I work at, they kind of let someone live out of there for like, you know, like a month when they were like on hard times and shit. Like out in the basement of the brewery. They're like, damn, okay. Yeah. Like, I don't think the fucking Best Buy is letting people do that. No, 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 dude. Yeah. <laughs> and like, dude, like, I, here's one thing I don't think is going to come back. I think a lot of bar open mics are going to die. Well, that's probably for the best. First of all. Uh, but dude i don't know man there are a lot of people that are trying to start doing stand-up right now i don't know if you are aware of that but there's a lot of people that are going to come out of the pandemic and then ruin their lives by starting to do stand-up oh my god like they like, like i know the second this pandemic's people, over yeah. i'm gonna go do comedy uh, Dude, I know a few people, like I had multiple jobs, who have told me that they're going to start doing comedy after this is over. I'm like, best of luck to you. You the, know, the it's going to be already, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's going to be a shaky economy already. And uh, welcome getting into something that will not be paying you any money, you know. Oh. But uh, no, I, I, I do think you're right, though, like, because, you know, the open mic at bars is usually centered around a night that they don't have any business. Yeah. And I think bars are just going to have business. I, I agree. Yeah. No, I think that's part mm-hmm. of it. And also when it's like, okay, when you have the option of like, would I would rather hire just one dude to play mm-hmm. piano for a couple out for a few hours a night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then like yeah. have have like something like that where you're just gonna have a constant flow of people. I don't know, like coming up to the stage, like all that. I think the comedy clubs. I think the yeah. flappers open mic will live forever. <laughs> oh yeah, in hell for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for eternity. But, you know, you know, I bet a place like uh, what's the fuck is that name of that place that's on like uh, Vermont, the Dresden? You know, where they have like that that old couple singing yeah. music every single night forever like that kind of shit will probably be popping off you know what i mean oh, like yeah. some old time like silly shit like that yeah i was honestly <laughs> thinking of starting a lounge act dude dude i bet you people would love that kind of stuff coming dude, out of get it. an old you, like yeah. velvet tuxedo mm-hmm. and like basically dress like neil yeah. hamburger and sing stupid like just do karaoke ba- like do dumbass yeah. karaoke performances but maybe have a uh-huh. little band behind me uh you yeah. know it, no, it, dude, KJ's KJ's are going to be on the come up. Any yeah. trivia hosts are going to be fucking crushing trivia it. Trivia host, I think trivia yeah. is the money maker because people will come oh, out yeah. for it. You just need the one mm-hmm. host. Only yeah. one person needs the microphone all night. Exactly. And if you've got any kind of experience with comedy where you can do crowd work, it's like you could just be banking cash, dude. You could probably hit do three trivia nights a uh, three trivia nights a night going to different bars just around town. I don't know if you listened to the episode with Brooks or CJ Sullivan, but dude, uh, I went to Red Rock Casino out here a few months ago, and uh, yeah, they had a guy. He must he must be a comic. Like he's got to be a comic, but he was still wearing his casino uniform, right? Uh-huh. D- doing crowd work to people at the at the digital like kiosk like like yeah. table games. How is he doing, dude? When you're sitting there gambling, 
Do you want uh, some guy doing trying to talk to you doing crowd work as you're playing blackjack? It depends. It depends if I'm doing well or not. <laughs> if I'm doing well, I would probably like it. But if I'm way down and it's money I can't afford to lose, you're going to be pretty annoyed. And he put it as his look. I'm sure he thinks he's a Jack Black type, but he's not okay. nearly that handsome or charming. So he's just a fat guy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, like a, not so much a fat guy, but like a stocky, like like stub toe. Stub. Uh-huh. He looks like a stub toe of a human being. How about that? Yeah, I feel like in that kind of position, if you're not like perfect looking, and you're going after people on a microphone when they're losing money during a pandemic. They're going to be having some words for you. Yeah, you know dude. what I mean. Like, yeah, they're going to go to the lowest common insult that they can find about you, and it's going to hurt your feelings. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not going to be getting one thing's for sure. You're not going to be getting tipped. You know? No, I mean? no. I don't. Yeah. Here's the thing: is like when I was watching that, I, I put a lot mm-hmm. of thought into this since I saw it because I was like, yeah. my, my my friend who I went with, he was playing blackjack, and then I was just kind of watching a football. Like I was staying away from everything in like this area where I could yeah. go by myself to watch a college football game, and like this guy, like I kept thinking, I was like, "There's no way his boss asked him to do this." <laughs> like, like he definitely put the request in, and I was like, "I wonder." If, and like, like, <laughs> what kind of psycho that would bring that pain upon themselves? Like, who would do that? Dude, you know, you well, come on, bro. You've been around enough comics to know. Yeah. At least ten percent of them well, yeah. would do, try and work comedy into their job, yeah. no matter what. From the working class perspective, it almost seems like this is a guy that had nothing to do. Like, and they, you know, they're going to send him home for the day, and he needs those hours. So he's like, you know what, I should do. You know, I'll just get on the <laughs> mic and talk to these guys, and they're like, oh, okay, I guess we need that. I feel like it's someone just trying to to keep their benefits. You know, hit that thirty-two hours a week or whatever. Honestly, <laughs> I'm surprised no one's pulled a gun on him, even though like guns are illegal in the yeah. casino. But uh, yeah, like, I'm surprised no one's pulled a fucking gun on the guy, dude. Is uh, is Eric, is Nevada an open carry state or no? Yeah, but not Vegas. No, Vegas open carry. Or is city of Vegas? Just, is, to, just, just not, not the, casino. the casino. Yeah, like you can't like bring a piece into a gambling establishment. Yeah, you know that always tripped me out about the desert. I remember like the first time because I you know I grew up in the East Coast, but the first time I went to like uh, Arizona, like Sedona or that, those areas, there'd be signs at the bars. There's like no guns allowed. And I remember asking the bartender, I'm like, that's funny, they need a sign for it. And he's like, well, if you don't put that up, then they'll have a gun in here because you can have a gun everywhere. And it's like, there's really only like tourist towns like this where they even put those signs up. He's like, I moved here about a year ago. I've been working this job. I've been shot at three times. I'm like, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought this is a place where people went to find like those vortexes. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, dude, like out here, I think it's like an eight hour class. And like a, uh-huh. you pay two hundred bucks, <laughs> and you get your concealed weapons permit. That's it. Yeah, so I can eight, get a eight hour class. So one day, one day, I just spend one day and a shooting test yeah. and a shooting test. Oh, okay. And then I can so get the, the... how accurate? Do, do you know like uh, what parameters like you have to pass to qualify in, in the like shooting like test? 50, like how close? Do it's you like have fifteen to? feet away. It's nothing. I've known a couple of people that got them. <laughs> a, a buddy of mine at work has one. Like. It's like damn. Yeah, and so he just carry, and then your buddy just carries a gun around all the time, dude. Guns, like, like <laughs> as many, like, like, like it's like as many legally uh-huh. you can, like how, however many legal amount of rifles, shotguns, handguns you can carry at one time. That's what he rolls with, dude. I've been living in California too long because that sounds like like something that doesn't even exist to me. Yeah, you know no. what I mean? I'm like, dude. Yeah, people forget it's some real fucking cowboy shit out here. Okay, 
Speaking of cowboy shit, dude, we were talking about what what bookies, uh, you know, will take what action. Well, guess what, Scott? Pretty much everything you asked me there, you can place at my new sponsor, mybookie.ag. Did you know that? From oh no, uh, entertainment props, exotic props, uh, political market ga- gambling. You can do a little bit of all of it over at mybookie.ag. Promo code. L-S-H, as in luck stops here. You get it? So, mybookie.ag. Scott, you know what I love about mybookie.ag? What's that, Scott? It's it's really good because, like, as you know, and as the listeners know, I live here in Las Vegas, but I still use them. They're an offshore book. I still use them. You know why? For example, this weekend is the NBA All-Star Game. Okay? And at halftime this year, they're doing the dunk contest. Now, the dunk contest is one of my favorite things to gamble on, but guess what? I can't gamble on it here in Nevada because the judges for the dunk contest aren't uh, licensed officials in Nevada state law. Won't you ga- won't let you gamble on stuff that doesn't have like licensed uh, officials. But guess who will let you do that? Mybookie.ag. I think they're just attached to some oil tanker off the coast of Haiti or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> Mybookie.ag. Promo code LSH. Dude, and one thing another thing I love about them, dollar minimums, right? And like mm-hmm. it's only one dollar minimum. You're like, well, you're not going to win anything with one dollar. No, they have all kinds of exotic and bi- dude. When you're saying, hey, can you make up bets? Absolutely, you can over there. You can make up your own props. <laughs> Damn, it's lawless over there. Yeah, you could be like, you know, I think LeBron James is going to score 25 points, have seven assists, and more than six rebounds tonight, and they will take mm-hmm. that fucking action, dude. It's awesome. And so, like, and dude, like. If, if you're looking at bet like uh just like you know when the Super Bowl happened, one of my favorite bets on the Super Bowl is like betting the national anthem, betting the color of the Gatorade at the end of the game. Well, guess what? Once again, Nevada won't take that action because they only let you bet on stuff that happens on the field of play with licensed yeah. officials. MyBookie.ag will take all this shit and then some. So make sure you go over there, use the promo code LSH. This is not bad for my first read with no copy, and I'm just making it up as I go, right? Yeah, that was one of the best ads I've ever heard. I'm fucking signing up. You're signing up? Yeah, see, use that I promo code LSH. And guess what you get with that promo code? A 50% what you with your first deposit up to $1,000, a 50% oh. bonus. So Hell yeah. Drop Wait, 100. so if I put in 1000 bucks, I'm getting 500 bucks. You're getting free 500 bucks, yes. Damn. And, oh, oh, so and we were talking about yeah. uh, crypto. You can do, yeah. a, you can, like, smooth things over because, like, they take most mm-hmm. major credit cards and debit cards. But, like, the, you, you can do a crypto deposit and get paid in Bitcoin. So you, you put your money in, you okay. win money gambling, and then you take your profits in Bitcoin, and that becomes worth even more. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. So go over to mybookie.ag, promo code LSH, as in luck stops here. I think I could beat this to death for a couple more minutes. <laughs> yeah, whatever you need to do. I love how you describe it as uh, basically like its server is just a computer floating around in the ocean. Somewhere. Yeah, like, yeah, dude, it, it's clearly just on some oil barge out there, fucking like, like where is? I love that kind of shit. I love how people like. I love that people can do that kind of. I mean, where is dot ag? Come mm-hmm. on, that is that Argentina? I don't know. I'm That's not an expert, question. like, but I, you know, what I am an expert on. Making money and being a full-on degenerate, and and honestly, dude, if you if you're like out here somewhere where gambling's not like sports gambling's not easily ready available to you already, and you want to li- and you hear me on this show and you're like, God, 
I want to be a fucking degenerate like Scott who wakes up at 6.30 in the morning on the weekends just to fucking put bets in. If you want to be that kind of guy just like me, mybookie.ag, promo code LSH, up to $1,000, 50% bonus. I mean, you can't beat that. And the way it works is you got to, like, play to unlock it. So for, like, every dollar you you play, it unlocks some of that bonus. It gets worked back to you. But if you do a crypto deposit, they'll give you a bonus on top of that even, too. Damn, it sounds like you can't go wrong no matter what you do. Yeah, you do. They're just giving away free money. Over there. I always tell the listeners, <laughs> if you listen to the show long enough, I'm going to start giving away free money. I'm going to you know, give you free money. This is free money that I'm giving away. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I basically did a five-minute ad on that one. I, dude, I, yeah, man. If that doesn't work, I don't know what will. You know, dude, they got their money's worth. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, they definitely got their money's worth because mm-hmm. they haven't paid me yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scott, dude. Now I got something fun for us to go over because I don't know if you saw this <laughs> this story out of India, but uh, let me pull it up real quick on my phone because I got you on my laptop screen. And that becomes a little complicated at times, but there's a story out of India this week where uh, a man who's a cock. Is, are, the rooster's the cock, but if you're the guy that owns the rooster, you're the cock fighter, right? Even though you're not fighting yourself. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're. It's like um, it's like a dog sled guy, right? Isn't he like? Yeah. He's oh, the dog sled. Yeah. yeah, 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 but he's not actually doing it. Okay, well, I, I'm using uh, Al Jazeera news on this this quote this uh for my source here. I'm gonna read <laughs> a little bit of this uh. A rooster fitted with a knife for an illegal cockfight in southern India has killed its owner, sparking a manhunt for the organizers of the event. Oh, I thought you said a man. I thought you were going to say a manhunt for the rooster. No, dude, that would be amazing, though, dude. Like, oh, all points bulletin. We need to get this fucking rooster. Now, where do you put the knife on the? Now, where where do you attach? It? Well, okay, so the bird had a knife attached to. I'm once again reading the article. The bird had a knife attached to its leg when it inflicted serious wounds oh, to the man's yeah. groin as it tried to oh, escape. Shit. So what they do is like you know on the back part of the rooster's like feet, how they have those like mm-hmm. little flap things, they'll like tie like razor blades, usually like three inch blades, to the back of this thing. Yeah. And like the guy was holding it, and the rooster was trying to get away from him, and apparently like either cut his dick off or came close enough to cutting his dick off to cause enough bleeding for him to bleed out and die before he got to the hospital. Oh, damn. That's brutal. So just just, just to make sure the listeners at home are driving in their car or whatever at work, whatever you're all doing, wherever you're listening to this, dude, a guy got his dick cut off by his cop. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? Like, it's pretty easy to be like, yeah, this guy's a piece of shit. He definitely has a common. But you know what would must be what must suck is like being someone who loves that guy, and now you gotta like mourn the death of some fucking person you loved who was a complete asshole. No, it's like the guy that uh, cut off. the guy in the Capitol fucking storming that shocked himself in the balls with his taser gun to death. Wait, what happened at the? Wait, what happened at the Capitol? Dude, there was that guy on, <laughs> no, what ha- on the January... Somebody s- shot... Okay, yeah. A guy had a taser in his pants and shocked okay. himself. Like, he was trying to, like, seal some painting off a wall. He fell. It fell on him. It set the taser off, but he shocked himself on the balls to the point where he had a heart attack and died. 
Right there? Yeah, right he there. He died right there. He the right floor? there. Yeah, he was one of like wow. the three deaths. You know how they were saying like, oh yeah. yeah, a couple people died, but it was all heart attacks from being out of shape. One of those heart attacks yeah. was from zapping himself in the fucking nuts. <laughs> Man, you would have the details on that. That's that is a wild story. I never heard that. Yeah, see, I didn't Did cover that... I didn't cover it on this show originally because you know it's a DC story. I let the those yeah. <laughs> I let that crowd run Wait. with it. But, Who, you know, who's your affiliate affiliate out in DC? I would love to know the the sister podcast. Oh, there. dude, I need I don't have one right now. I need to get one. I don't, who's, yeah, who's you got to get some satellite podcasts set up in different cities. I need to find somebody in DC. Col- old Colby's from there. I'm sure he got he's got some people. Yeah, I know there. a lot of people from there, but no one who yeah, currently no one stays lives there. there. Yeah, Adam Jacobs yeah. <laughs> from there. Uh, yeah. Colby, but yeah, no one stays there, dude. No, people do not. It's all Terrible right. place to live. So, yeah. uh, the victim, Sangula Satish, 45, died from loss of blood before he could reach the hospital, blah, blah, blah. The rooster was briefly held at the local police station before it was sent <laughs> to a poultry farm. We may need to produce it before the court. Now, first off, if they bring this rooster in to like testify, <laughs> that's going to be one of the most phenomenal things that ever happened. Oh, yeah. But uh, taking them to the poultry farm, they better not fucking... They better not kill him. Like, this is a—he's already dead, Scott. He's already dead. They... And if the time comes to produce him at the court, they're just going to grab whatever the other rooster is standing there and bring him over. I'm, that, I'm, thinking, I'm seriously done. thinking about starting a GoFundMe to rescue this rooster because <laughs> this this one needs to put out the stud. This is champion sock yeah. right here. The, like, well, I mean, how much does a rooster cost? We may not even need to go for me. You, you and I might be able to get this done. Yeah, it's like, like a thousand bucks. Yeah, we could probably. Yeah, we could probably. I, I mean, yeah. You're right. We could probably afford this. You know what though? Yeah. Like, dude, like cash out a little of our earnings. Earnings from I've uh, been my a bookie. Big fan of cockfighting for a while, and I've never been to a cockfight. But I would just like to meet. I would just like <laughs> to meet the cock. I want to meet the rooster. You're a fan that of killed these. a man. So you're a fan of the the sport of cockfighting, or the or the people that are running the cockfighting? I'm a, or, I'm or a what, fan of what draws the, you to this. I'm a fan of the, the degeneracy. First off, we eat okay. chicken. We eat chicken. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, true. So yeah. it's like I don't like yeah. dog fighting because we, dog fighting. Uh-huh. I don't eat dog or and like dogs are pets. Roosters aren't necessarily yeah. a pet, dude. Like you might have them on a farm, yeah. but it's to eat or they're to fuck your chickens or whatever. Like, yeah, 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 that's that's what it's for. I mean, yeah. Uh, images of the rooster. Yeah, they might as well go out in style. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in force combat yeah. with blades attached to their fucking. Yeah, I dude. mean, yeah. No, I get your point for sure. I mean, if cockfighting was so evil, would they have done a Seinfeld episode yeah. about it? <laughs> like, so are have you been watching like cockfighting videos? Like, no. Are there, oh yeah, like, I have. I've watched the what, dude. There's a, on YouTube. You can find like because it's legal in the Philippines. So yeah, you can yeah. see like Filipino cockfights all the time on there. That's that's no big deal. Yeah. And they have commentators and shit, like someone doing the Joe Rogan UFC. Kind yeah, of style. but I don't speak I don't speak Tagalog. Oh. So <laughs> it actually might be worth learning it just, just to see a, what they're saying. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> images of the rooster tied with a rope, pecking green at the local police station were widely viewed on social media. Satish was one of sixteen people organizing the cockfight in the village of Lothmore. So, how do they know sixteen people like? We're involved, like I, that, because like they're 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 immediately looking on a manhunt for all the organizers, but they know there's 16 of them. So there's a rat. Dude, it's probably there's... fucking Facebook or something. Oh, okay. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're there's right. probably some shit like that. People are dumb. People leave behind a trail. Okay. They these, <laughs> these guys. These other 15 guys could be facing charges of manslaughter, illegal betting, and hosting a cockfight. 
Apparently, Damn. what co- country was that? So in India. Co- India. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, next paragraph it kind of describes this a little. Cockfights. I'm going to butcher a couple of these names here. Cockfights <laughs> are banned, but still common in rural areas of Telangana, on and Andhra Pradesh, Karnataka, and Odisha, particularly around the Hindu Hindu festival of Sankranti. So, uh, specially bred roosters have 7.5 centimeter three inch knives or blades tied to their legs and people bet on who will win the gruesome fight blah 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 we know what cockfighting is especially um okay here we go this isn't the only indian cockfight death this is what i want to dude this is like this is what i was like i was like oh i should bring this up on the show and then i was like once i got to this part of the story i was like i am definitely bringing this up on the show because last year a man was killed when a blade attached to his bird's leg hit him in the neck during a cockfight it, in 2010, a rooster killed its owner by slashing his jugular vein in West Bengal. So, like, dude, like, yeah. So this is a common thing. Yeah. <clears throat> Roosters yeah. killing dudes, like, usually a neck shot. Yeah. But yeah. this guy's the first one to take yeah. it in the junk, man. Like, yeah. By the way, Scott, you did an excellent job with those names. You did butcher the word "rural," though. Yeah, I was so worried about the names, I butchered the one I knew. Yeah. Uh, damn. I so. I wonder how much cockfighting is like going on in our neighborhoods around us. Well, there's got to be some. I just broke the news on a couple a couple of episodes, weeks ago on the episode, but uh-huh. there was uh, East Vegas cockfighting during those buses not too far from where I work. And I was so pissed because I was like, "Oh man, that's something I would have wanted to be in on." You know, dude, that is your destiny is to get rolled by the cops at a cockfighting event dude. where you're like. I'm not even. I'm not even finding. You know, but you're going to end up getting rolled in one of these. Things. I'm going to end up doing six months in fucking <laughs> the Clark County Slammer. That will be the funniest thing. The news clip that will come where you're with your hands behind your back getting put into a van with a bunch of other degenerates <laughs> for cockfighting. Right? I can't wait for that. Oh uh, man! But I mean, then, dude, then, then the co- podcast yeah. has to go on hiatus for six months, or I I got to well, figure out yeah. a way to call it from jail. <laughs> You know, there's going to yeah. be some things. I mean, just have your lawyer bring the Zoom when they come meet. You know, you we, know? Can, we can work something. I'll figure it out. Oh, hopefully, I don't get so, pinched, though, you know. Where, by the way, in Vegas, where, it was this an outdoor thing, indoor thing? Couldn't have been I don't know. I mean, it's got sure. a, It's probably in, like, what? like, a warehouse. That's what I was saying. That's the, okay. the vibe I got. It was, like, <clears> in some, like, kind of industrial yeah. area, how, like. Uh, and how many people do you think were wearing masks? Uh, I Probably zero. For- Zero, right? It had it has to be a perfect like overlap on the diagram of people who are into cockfighting. Well, I guess maybe you might be the lone exception because yeah, I'm dude. sure you wear a mask. Oh, you dude, I'm not going to be a stuff. freak and wear a but, mask yeah. to cock. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely right. You know what? If I go to a cockfighting event, you got to just show your face. You know you what? Gotta, you no, no gotta actually, now I think about it though, you should wear the mask. No, everybody should be wearing the yeah, mask at the cockfight. Because you don't know yeah. who, who's going to be making a video. Who's, somebody You might have an undercover yeah. snitch in there making uh-huh. videos. <laughs> yeah. You're not getting my face, man. You would also get caught on one of those. You are such a likely person to end up on one of those. Like, your first time <laughs> that you ever go, it's when it's, someone's there with a, with a fucking oh. sting crew. And, and then I got high definition 4K footage of you at a cockfighting well, ring. <laughs> we, can, we can play the evidence of me saying I want to go to cockfights in court. <laughs> Yeah, like on the They'll show, have all, this, have all the all the stuff from the show. Yeah. Like I've already fucking fucked myself. Yeah. But it's just so for research. Do you know a fair amount. Do you know a fair amount about cockfighting? Not like really. how long I mean, does a 
how long does, does a match last? I'm guessing like 30 seconds tops. I guess it goes. So into, we're not going into multiple rounds, right? No, it goes until one of them kills the other one or the other one <laughs> uh, runs away and like so, flies out of the thing. They never go to the corners. There is no like water being fed to them by somebody, right? It no, never gets but you, They eat the, the loser. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah. So the winner survives. Because I work That's with a guy day. who's from the Philippines, and he's told me about the ones there, where it's like, mm-hmm. dude, like they eat yeah, the loser, yeah. like it's like kind of like a ritual thing. So it's like it's yeah. a community thing where you get together, you eat one of the local roosters. <laughs> <laughs> you, I love the spin you're putting on it right there at the end. Like, <laughs> you're just bringing people together. Yeah, man. You know? <laughs> times the times are tough, man. You gotta people gotta eat, dude. Yeah. Now, do you think cockfighting uh, spiked or decreased during COVID nineteen? Oh, I gotta say, it went up, dude. Especially, <laughs> I bet you it did. Especially in the did. early months when there was no sports. Yeah, yeah. When we oh, were waiting yeah. for basketball and baseball to come back, dude. People mm-hmm. were sitting around, absolutely nothing to do. For crying out loud, gambling podcast guys, fucking, we're doing Madden simulations, <laughs> and people were gambling on. Yeah. People were at mybookie.ag. They I were remember offering that. Yeah. They were offering the action on. You can bet like the computer versus the computer on Madden and uh, NBA 2K and shit. Like, that's amazing. So like, that's amazing. Yeah, I love what he's doing over there and what you're doing here. So like, yeah, dude. If like, yeah. if we can get that level of degenerate, like, I'm sure a lot of people started cockfights. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I think might even be cooler and more degenerate than going to a cockfight. What's that? Have you ever seen uh, what is it, the Clint Eastwood movie? Any which way you can when he's got the the orangutan. Oh, but what did what did he do? He's got his he's got his buddy Clyde, who's an orangutan. Mm-hmm. To go to, but like, it's like these crooked businessmen that are the bad guys in this movie. And the opening scene uh-huh. is them going to some like high rise fucking office building, I think in L.A. And they go to like yeah. some downtown high rise, like way up top. And then it's just a bunch of like degenerate, like like high class businessman gamblers gambling uh-huh. on a fucking cobra versus a mongoose in a glass cage. Oh, okay. I kind of remember that actually. I don't think I've seen that movie, but has that been parodied or what? That seems like a yeah. That's, like a I mean, scene, yeah, right? that's... yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I love that, dude. I actually think during COVID, there's probably a high increase of stuff like that in downtown LA right now, like that kind of shit. Yeah, because those buildings are empty. Everyone moved out, and it's a free for all down there. What people are doing in those loft buildings? Yeah, there's hey, like so Airbnb I... super spreader parties, that kind of shit. If so any, I bet hom- that kind of shit any, any homeless people in LA are listening to this show. You you can squat in downtown right now, and if hopefully you got in in the early days of COVID with your squatting, because at this point I think you might have squatters' rights. <laughs> it's funny yeah. how that works. Um, yeah, Cog- you know you really made me look at cockfighting in a whole new way. I'm not ready to meet you. I think on the level that you are of, uh, of you know admiring it. But I am, I am a little bit more open to it. I think that I would have been in the past. Dude, Decker went to one again. Of course he did. Where in San Diego? No, in, uh, in the there. Dominican Republic. <laughs> he went with his parents on a on a trip there a couple few years back. And did they, his parents go? I, I think his, him and his dad went to the cockfight together. Dude, I think that's what wow. I got to get him on the show soon so he could just yeah, he, you do. He can describe going to a cockfight because he was like, dude, bro, it's pretty brutal, man. I'm like. Yeah, I'm aware of that, but to me, it's more about like the action of it. Like, see, okay, here's another thing like that I would be down to gamble on like this, and this is even, this is yeah. the extreme degenerate, <coughs> but like ending like the the deer hunter Russian roulette stuff, dude. Just, oh, yeah. just to be one of those dudes throwing money around back and forth. Uh-huh. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I'd, I'd, that, I'd roll that into that with seems, like five grand, yeah. dude. Just like, all right, let's go. Yeah, 
I think if we, if like the world slides into an end time situation, which, you know, it probably will within our lifetime, I think that kind of thing will be totally acceptable. So I think you might get your chance. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to wear that eyepiece, like that crazy V. I mean, like the bitty mow, bitty mow, and like put the bullet in and like, you know, I'm the guy handing them the gun to make sure they do it. Like, yeah. Is Vegas, um, is the, is it getting crazy? Has, has been getting crazy on the streets with like homeless and stuff like that, or just not necessarily homeless, but like just people going crazy in the streets. Uh, I don't really see too many people going crazy in the streets. A few months like ago, like mental illness stuff. No. Okay. A few months ago I had to, like this guy was, I, I mean, he probably was mentally ill, but he wasn't like super out of crazy mentally ill, but he came up uh-huh. to me on the bus stop at the bus stop. I was like, I'm not going to wear a mask when I go on there. I'm going on yeah, the bus yeah. right now without a mask. And then he just starts going. Like, you know, like Trump's gonna give us all masks for free. He said we don't have to wear masks anymore, so I'm not wearing a mask anymore. And like, yeah, and I just that kind of stuff is is the scares me the most. I think because it's like, man, this is a desperate situation. And I feel like in LA right now, it's everywhere I look is like somebody like that. Yeah, and not and like I said, not necessarily even homeless, just like kind of off and like has not settled well the last year see, my, 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 you know what i mean i don't really have many people i see out here just like work and coming home so it's like i i really kind of avoid a lot of that stuff but like yeah the, dude i'll tell you just the, the the hobos out here man it's a rough breed dude because it'll snow in the winter and it's 120 yeah. in the summer <clears throat> and for so the, the kind of person who can handle that those extremes it creates like yeah. a a more subdued so i think the like it's they're definitely more like stoic, uh, lost the hope to live homeless, not the crazy, the CIA put a chip in my brain homeless, like in the movie do the, Dirty Work. Do the locals acknowledge them in yeah. any way, or is it, are they just ignored? You know what, I need to do this because there's a couple that hang out right as I'm leaving work, though. Uh-huh. I keep a, uh, a case of water in my car. So throw them both. Yeah, that's what we, you know, that's, that is a good idea. Yeah, that's usually what we do. Like my friend does that, and like, yeah, that's what a lot of people mm-hmm. do out here. Is you keep bottles of water on you, and you throw them bottles of water as you drive by, or maybe yeah, a couple bucks. That's actually especially because of the the extreme temperatures, yeah, like and yeah. temperature changes like wildly out there. But uh, yeah, because I work right off Skid Row, and it's like I'm going to start doing that. Too. I'm going to start bringing water. I bring water bottles from the bar sometimes, and like drop them off on the way out. But it's like people just ignore them and then i do the same thing though too because sometimes you feel like your safety is in question just because like the street downtown los angeles is like what i imagine downtown las vegas looks and see, like, I, here's right the thing, like i said i don't see many dude on my drive i yeah. really don't man like oh and it's like you're not like walking around very much out there I guess, no right? no dude because everything's like yeah yeah even something <clears throat> two blocks away that's like a fucking mile pretty much <laughs> like, yeah I feel like uh, downtown LA and downtown Vegas, though, are like kindred spirits in a way. Yeah. There are like well, uh, a lot of the same vibes and a lot of the same areas. Well, there. dude, uh, sorry, Doug Stanhope, but uh, when Stanhope was on the show, he was saying how his favorite spot's the Plaza because it's right next to the Greyhound station downtown uh-huh. Vegas. And it's yeah. like you just get all these like crazy crackheads running in from the Greyhound station into the casino, and it creates like yeah. this whole fucking. And they just announced the plaza bought out that land and they're moving the fucking Greyhound station down like no way. Yeah, like on the other side of town or whatever. So they don't have to have them running into their fucking casino nonstop anymore. Because I actually work very close to the Greyhound station in downtown LA. It's like (laughs) off Seventh Street. And it is it is a kind of a war zone, man. It's like kind of a disaster. Yeah, and the Greyhound doesn't like here's the thing, people think of the Greyhound, not necessarily homeless. They're just crackheads. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Dude, it's it's pretty wild. 
and yeah, that's I. I would like to, I would love to just go wander around Vegas for a little bit right now. I'm just so curious about different areas, like what it's like right now. And oh, I feel yeah. like Vegas is pretty fascinating. Yeah. Well, You're going to start going out a little bit more though. Now you said, right. When, Cause it's getting warmer out or the surge is a little bit down. Well, I'm, I'm eligible to get the vaccine. <laughs> start doing those reviews. Next, I'm going to get the vaccine rolled out. So once that vaccine roll comes, I'll be going mm-hmm. out more. Cause I, there is a couple yeah. of local spots. I will go to occasionally to handle small business and then maybe have a couple drinks on there. But I try and be in yeah. and out as much as I can. I don't like, Totally, yeah. And uh, especially, like, dude, I work with people, other people, and, you know, you don't want to be fucking putting out No, that's what's been so difficult. Yeah, that's what's been so difficult about the last year is you're out working in public every day, so that part of it feels normal. But then uh, every other aspect is like, oh, yeah, I just have to go home after this. And then, like, you know. And that's the thing. Because you don't want to get people sick. And that's what's bullshit about this, dude. No hazard pay from, like, nothing, nothing like that. Yeah, and it's like how how can yeah. you expect people to say? Did I rail about that online? And yeah, you have to go to work. You have to do this. You have to do all that. You're mm-hmm. especially in someone like you, where you kind of depend on your tips, and it's like your tips aren't as much during yeah. this. I'm guessing, you know, like, and so no, it's like not even close. It's like a third, uh, a third of what they used to do. Yeah, and so it's like, dude, if if that's yeah. what's going on, and then they're expecting us to do all that when they say, no, you can't see your family at the holidays. No, you can't do anything for your exactly. birthday. Exactly. And honestly, for like service entry people, it's like the first time you haven't been working the holidays. Yeah. And then you have, you're just home and you cannot go see your family. Yeah. Mm. It's been, uh, yeah, you're working every day and then there's no release. Like you have no release at all because, especially during the, sur- the really high surge, man, it's like, I, I didn't even want to hang out with people outside or anything. Yeah. No, it's dude, just it's... like, yeah. It's been, yeah. I, I try not to complain about it too much because I know a lot of people haven't worked in a year. Yeah. And so they've been home the whole time and they're losing their minds. But on the other side, it's like, yeah, you're, you're not getting hazard pay. And it's like, I searched Joe Biden's Twitter account for the words hazard pay. It comes up zero times. <laughs> so oh. I'm like, nobody cares. No one's Because everyone's out of work. So it's like, we don't care. And like, and then everybody, all the corporate, like, pop people, like, they don't care. So you just kind of get fucked. I'm just glad I was able to get my car, dude, because I had been taking Uber. Yeah, congratulations, by the way, man. Yeah. I don't think I've ever known you to have a car in the 10 years I've known you. Yeah, no, I, I last had a car was December 2010. Okay, you went 10 years. You know, I uh, went six years in L.A. with no car. Yeah, because we I remember when I first met you, we were both, yeah. we were bus buddies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And then, yeah, I got a car. I actually, my, my car will be paid off in seven months. I remember, uh, dude, so I remember taking close, the yeah. bus to your old pad mm-hmm. in Sherman Oaks. Were you... Yeah, that was a haul. Yeah, yeah, dude, that wasn't that easy. was hard to get to by public public transit. Yeah, yeah that was... like bus, train, bus. Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was a tough one, dude. But I I did it. I got there. Yeah, you did it. Yeah, no, it's um, I admire people who could live that life because in L.A., like pe- people don't even think of it as an option. Yeah, you know that it's even feasible to, and it's like no, you can do it. It just sucks. Yeah, <laughs> you know, here, and yeah, I did here it, it was like impossible. Like if I worked somewhere more convenient, oh, I but, bet. Yeah, dude, it was like. A half hour walk from the mm-hmm. stop to my work so had i taken the public transit it would have taken me two and a half hours to get to work every morning and i'm not waking up yeah. at 5 a.m to fucking just so i could take public transit so i was taking the uber every day and i could afford it but dude it still cost me like a 20 dollar ride every day and then i'd carpool dude, and that adds up yeah it's 100 bucks a week dude yeah my car payment's cheaper than that so i mean like, totally you know, I have a question for you. You may or may not know this, but because I'm always interested in things about like the working side, uh, working uh, class side of life, like because um, I've been just been working in that shit for so long. But in Vegas, it's such a cash based 
city where everyone's got cash from stand bartenders or fucking you know anyone on the floor of the casino is getting cash handed to them and that must have i rarely carry cash yeah i guess because you're not in access to that but you know how many service workers are in uh vegas like four four million or something it's like fucking crazy it's like obviously not for million, but it's like that was a huge percentage of the people that have been out of work for the last year in vegas if i remember like seeing that correctly and i just wonder because that's a city where i bet it was just someone's getting cash from a customer, then it's going to the next person, the next person, the next person, just floating around. And you know, a lot of places in LA don't even take cash anymore. It's all it's all cash. It's, all, it's just it's all, all yeah. it's all card based, or you put your fucking phone. Yeah, and pay the with weed that. store is always cash only. Yeah, the some one, of them the, out here are not though. They take this, debit cards. Man. The one, uh, the one that my company owns that I get my discount mm-hmm. at. That's actually also the closest one to my pad, so it's pretty convenient yeah. for me. Um. Yeah. They they actually just started taking cards there too. Now that I think about it, but it's like you still have to pay like the dollar yeah. fifty surcharge or whatever. Yeah. See, I I feel bad because I do think cash is on its way out the door, and uh, it's just from working in the, those kind of businesses so long. It's just having cash. You can get like sometimes things just cheaper. You know, you just yeah. offer cash, and and it's cheaper, or you know, it's just you know, all off the books and that kind of shit. I feel like that, that way of life is going to be over pretty soon. Uh, well, Bitcoin will step up and replace that and uh, we'll be able to... Yeah, but that will be, yeah. That'll be regulated though at some point, you know? Like, yeah, it but won't be... You could still keep it pretty anonymous and whatnot. And like... Yeah, I guess so, yeah. But, all right, buddy. It's about time for us to get going here. Uh, you got anything you well, want to plug man. Thank... Oh, dude, thank you. Thank you. Nah, you were great, man. This was a fun one, dude. And like, dude, it's always fun hanging with you. And yeah, uh, like I said, man, I, I'm, I see. I haven't been doing much, even though I got the vaccine. But as soon as it opens up wider and everyone can go out, I'm like, I'm headed to Vegas, man. I, I want to go review some of those places with you. Fuck yeah, see dude. some of these theme bars you got around there. You, you and I will go to a, at least. We'll figure out what I've hit by then. Whatever, we'll go to one. And I want to check out that Golden China place. The Golden Tiki. The, that's it. Yeah, the Golden Tiki. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that place rules, dude. Um, dude, yeah. no, the, the place I got to take you is the Tap Room. It's a Cleveland okay. Cleveland Browns theme Italian bar and grill that's like straight yeah. out of 1972, dude. It's like an old mafia bar. I love it. Yeah, yeah, that's the kind of shit I want to see, man. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah dude. But anything you want to plug uh, for yourself on the way? I uh, just you follow me on Twitter at Lursman L U H R S M A N. You know, if 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 things ever open up out here, uh, I'll we'll be back running Chatterbox Comedy Nights uh, Sunday nights. But uh, for right now, just follow me. Up. And that's in West Covina. I have a lot of friends in that part of town. So West Covina, everybody, Chatterbox yeah. Comedy Nights. Look look for it when it returns. Scott and our I buddy. I think we're running back in a big way soon. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. I, I'm rooting for you guys, man. Like, I yeah. just had Chris Duran on. He said Savage Henry Clubs just got the official to open at like a quarter capacity. So like. Oh, they, good. Things, they just kind of opened pretty soon before the pandemic, too, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that shit's brutal on people, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> th- things are coming back around. And, yeah. And, and as things come back around, I will be only more and more out there doing degenerate sh- things for the audience. So, right on. All right, dude. Well, thank you so much for joining me. And uh, that'll be it with Scott Lures, everybody. Thank you. Bye bye. And that was Scott Lures, everybody. I'm sorry my voice is going out a little, and hopefully by the time I do an interview next week, it will be back to normal. Thank you so much, everybody, for stopping by, and please check us out on social media, Twitter, at LuxOpsPod, Instagram, at LuxOpsPod, and for you real degenerates out there that use our promo code at mybookie.ag for 50% bonus on your deposit up to $1,000, 
we got something special coming up over at patreon.com slash luckstopspod because my birthday is coming up and I'm doing a special degenerate roundtable to break down the March Madness bracket. So we will give, be giving you early gambling picks on that over at patreon.com slash luckstopspod. So between my bookie and if you you know help me out over on the Patreon, I am going to be giving away free money all month for my birthday. That's insane. I know. Thank you all so much. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.